Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sheila Shoiga and welcome to Ready To Be Real Conversations, the podcast series where I chat to people of all walks of life. Some names you'll recognise, others you might not, but my hope is that these conversations will at times inspire, challenge, educate, comfort or simply entertain you. In this episode, I catch up with powerhouse couple Brian Dowling, Rulian, and his husband Arthur. Dad, daddy, pops, papa, what are we talking here? We're being I talking. can't be called daddy. Okay. Just very triggering. But you seem natural to oh, me, your daddy. There's a story. There's a st- it, involved, it involved someone before, a guy who I had to call daddy too. It was just I think odd. I'm- <laughs> So yeah. I, I, I was a much older guy. He was a doctor. He was very wealthy. And he was into being called. He was into, no, oh, I, I was no. in my twenties. He, he liked me to call him daddy. Oh, yes, right, daddy. Okay. Uh, buy me that, daddy, and no. it was great for me. But, yeah, like, and I was. I, oh I loved God. it. This man was rich, rich. <laughs> I worked at Ryanair. He paid my rent and everything. Oh. It was great. I'd call him fucking Father Christmas if he wanted to. <laughs> Brian and Arthur live in Kildare and will soon be parents for the very first time. And this conversation conversation picks up where we left off when we last spoke in January 2020 and so much has happened in our lives since then. If you haven't heard that chat, I highly recommend you check it out as you get a really good sense of them and their relationship. And this conversation is a follow on from that. So we hear all about their journey to parenthood, their bond with Brian's sister Aoife, Arthur packing up their home in LA at the height of pandemic restrictions to move to Ireland along with friends Chef Donald Skeehan and his wife Sophie and family and then him going on to become a judge on hit TV show Dancing with the Stars. We also talk rumours, the significance of an orange cup and how Aoife got the nickname Effidy. It's an inspiring, heartwarming and often hilarious chat that I hope you enjoy as much as I did. Here it is. So last time we spoke for the podcast, it was January 2020, which, I mean, it's not that long ago in terms of time, but yet it feels like a lifetime a decade, ago. Yes, yes. Literally. How life changed for all of us. So much, so much has changed. Funny enough, actually, to recap, you were on Dancing with the Stars when we were doing the podcast, and that was my first ever podcast doing with you. Yeah, and I think it was your first 
it was actually both of your first podcasts, wasn't yes. it? Yes, it was. I, you were the first person yes. we had done a podcast. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was the first we time you guested. You went on to have your own. Yes, Death of course. Death becomes it, oh and then I guested. Hugely popular. I mean, like, lads, like, <laughs> where would you like to start? Literally, how long is <laughs> okay, this podcast? This will be the longest <laughs> podcast <laughs> ever recorded. <laughs> oh my god! And actually, we have a teeny bit of audio from Ooh. our first chat, which I'd love to play, which made me kind of giggle. I was re-listening to it. I just wanted to kind of remind myself where we're You're at. You're so, so professional. So I, professional. I really appreciate take this. Take notes, Brian. I'm I need to take in. notes, yes. <laughs> have a quick listen to this. Come here, I have to talk about dancing first up because it must be quite surreal for you guys in the fact that you are part of this huge show. It's the biggest show in Ireland. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars. And your hobby is this world-class choreographer, artistic director, all this stuff. Yes. Whereas he could actually be sitting there as one of the judges. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is that weird? Did um, he get involved? Oh. Hey, well, he just now when I first started. So, oh wow! So you I, just put tears in I my just eyes. Got pimples. Yeah, but believe me, no, no, I kind of forgot about that. But I oh felt it. I, I, I'll be honest. I like I did always feel like really. Yeah, oh, I did. I did. So when I heard the news, I went well, obviously. Oh. I said it first back in 2020. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Manifestation. She manifested the job for you. Well, oh. also, if you re-listen to that episode yourselves, you will you will hear that you are very powerful manifestors in your own right because you're talking about buying a house in yes. Ireland, having a family yes, in Ireland. True. Look what's happening and has happened in your lives. Yeah, true. I'm I'm getting goosebumps now. It's a gorgeous episode. You so if you're just in my this, eyes, like I can't yeah. believe this. Well, I mean, come on, it was kind of obvious. But no, you, you never know. Listen, I was living my best live in Los Angeles who would have thought what would have happened do you know what I mean I, I said to Brian we would love to build our home family everything in America yeah. and then definitely was gonna move later on to Ireland but I never thought literally a year later I'll be getting the phone call yeah. to audition a global pandemic kind of changed and everything exactly it's like what you said I, I think looking back at it Collectively, Arthur is such an obvious choice for that show. Yeah. And I said a few times in interviews, and I hope it didn't come off really cocky or arrogant when I would say Arthur is overqualified for mm. that job. I did not mean that in a shady way towards anything. This is my husband, my soulmate. I'm going to champion him. Yeah. Of course he's overqualified because Arthur started dancing in clubs to tour the world with the most amazing pop stars. So to sit there for him, yes. But sometimes when something's so obvious to you or you, it may not be obvious to everyone it wasn't obvious to me either I'm not gonna lie because obviously it was a big dream to do TV shows things like that I've done so many things dancing wise creative wise choreography wise Dancing with the Stars it's a show I remember I actually danced on Strictly Come Dancing back in 2004 the first ever for Emma Bunter right wow Uh, dancing there I would have never in a million years talking to Bruno Tonioli in 2006 about, oh my God, I would love to have your career. This is amazing, judging a dancing show that I will be sitting there in 2022. That would have never happened to me because, first of all, I can't hardly speak English. Second of all, <laughs> on a national television doing live TV, I would have never in a million years thought I would be doing that show. Do you know what I mean? I dream a lot. Yeah. I make things happen for myself and everything I wanted to do, I made it happen. Thank God, touch wood. But I was dreaming to be a judge on a TV like that. But it was just a dream to dream if you know what I mean. Mm. I would have never thought I'd be in Ireland in an English-speaking country, live TV, talking in English and judging someone in dancing. Well, isn't so, it wonderful? You're living proof of the power of positive thinking because yeah. that's what you're all about. Oh, I'm, I'm Every positive. cell in your body has a smile on its face. You're all about yeah. being positive. So Always. you're bringing that energy in and it's, it's something for all of us to take on board. When I think back to that day and all that was happening in our lives individually and 
the wishes and hopes and dreams that you had, but then you've made so many of them a reality. And I really do want to talk about the fact that you guys are going to be dads, oh. daddies soon, which yes. is phenomenal. And Take I'm that, beyond happy. We're for you getting guys. down to single weeks, which is really oh real, yes. considering we still don't have so much stuff. We don't have a nursery. I don't have bottles or formula or a soother or use a soother, not a soother. So much we don't have. But strangely, I am so proactive and organized. But with this. Before you carry on, we don't have, but you have clothes though. I have you're okay with clothing. <laughs> we don't have anything for the baby to be sleeping, yeah. but you have clothes, so I, I you're comfortable with that. But there is some weird sense of calm with this. Yeah. We'll get there. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Once we're in the hospital and we're holding baby and baby is healthy and happy and Aoife True. has the most safest, blessed delivery, all is good. True. Yeah, yeah. Okay, before we get to that, right? So when we spoke before, you were getting on a plane back to LA. <laughs> My God. It was January. This ep- the episode didn't go out till March. And then... I, I remember thinking, God, this is the best, this is the best TV ever. I was glued to your page <laughs> and Donald Skeen's oh page when you guys God. were leaving LA and it was real, it was pure drama. It was pure drama. I will never forget because this is what's happened. Obviously, my husband get kicked out from that with the stars and he said, I'm going to do the final. And then Can I the swear? Oh, please. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> because let me tell you, what people don't know publicly, I was on that show, you know, I'd said no to every other season. I don't mean that in a cocky way, just it just wasn't right for me. Everything happens when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And we came, and when I signed on, I said to Arthur, this is going to be one of the hardest things. I would ring him crying yeah. most weeks saying, you're going to have to call Larry, who's, you know, the Shinowell, he owns Shinowell Productions. And I was like, I, I can't do it anymore he was in a different country I was kind of on my own I really struggled with that and I used to always say to him but you're in LA and I'm here trying to learn the cha-cha-cha do you know what I said I said to him what a big baby though it's a great experience stop complaining I said enjoy the experience and I keep pushing every day I said you can make this happen come on come on and you lasted seven weeks seven weeks and seven's one of our favourite numbers I remember when I left that show and they went goodbye and I kind of went thank the Lord, thank you, Mom. <laughs> thank you, everyone. I went out the right way, the way you want to go out. I got the first dance off. I was in New York the next week. I was literally like, oh, bye-bye. I was life. on the phone to the American agent. Book me every meeting you can do. But that was so, it was great. And then, yeah, and then what was to come, though, we didn't realize we're on the cusp yeah. of it. Basically, pandemic. when he finished, obviously, we didn't know that things going to happen. The C word. So, uh, the C yeah. word. I don't even want to say it. So I was going to come to uh, Ireland. We were going to go on holiday. Then I was going to go for work in Germany, then go back to LA and carry on with our lives. But obviously 15th of March, 2020, everything changed. Yeah. And I remember I called him and said, oh my God, what are we doing? And Brian said, it's only going to be 15 days. Anyway, let's just wait. Lockdown's 15 days. It'd be absolutely fine. Meanwhile, I'm talking to Donald and Sophie. We're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? They're like, oh, let's just wait. Let's just wait to see what will happen. And then we will decide. Long story short, happened so quick mm. that Sophie and I, we were trying to book the cars. Everything is in lockdown. Try to book them, you know, the cars, how to book the planes, how to book the tickets, book like how, like so much was happening. And emptying was, two homes. Emptying two homes. Like yeah. literally all our lives are there. And bear in mind, everything is closed. So I can't do anything. Sophie can't do anything. So we had to support each other. And it took us about three days to pack my house 
and then uh, and you had to pack up your life and yes you've not mentioned donald's name once what the fuck was he doing oh donald was there looking after the baby (laughs) donald's no good in a crisis we love him he's no no good in a crisis no good in a crisis sophie's the man you want in fairness donald was cooking for (laughs) sophie and i he was absolutely amazing he actually fed us that month fed us i'm just saying he's no good we're we're seeing him afterwards and i tell him i said this so what are you dealing with so when the shit hits the fan how is donald behaving there's a bit of panic almost like a chicken running around a coop (laughs) (laughs) feathers everywhere and then sophie's the cock of the walk going calm your shit down no sophie's good at booking things and everything so are you you, but arthur gets down in the grit with you arthur's in there doing it yeah i'm i i'm very much like oh actually you and and donald i'm a panicker a worrier arthur's a doer Mm. and that's why donald and i are lucky that with our partners yeah they pick up the slack yeah, I hear honestly, you. Yeah, it's a good yeah. combination. So I packed my house and then I literally moved with the skins for two weeks because yes. we couldn't leave. We were looking for tickets to come to Ireland. And then. But also at the airport back then, this was the start oh of a global God. pandemic mm. in America. You had full masks. Oh, yeah. Full, people wearing like we were scared. Hats, we were, as fear a, was through the, the roof. You know, the the suits, oh, my God. The suits you yeah. see in movies. Even in airports, they were telling you not to touch anything. We were mortified. This we was back terrified. at a time when people were still so fearful of the unknown. Yeah. Was, like we left what? I think it was 15th of April. Like 15 April, like in the middle of pandemic. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We made it fun because it is what it is. We have to go through it. So we had to go to Paris and then from Paris to Ireland. And then it was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. A lot of but airlines had cancelled flights. Yeah. So a lot of flights that are pre-booked, they were just cancelling them because yeah. people didn't know what to do. Was I think our flight fear. canceled three times. Yeah. We keep, I mean, we had to laugh. We were like, that's it. We're stuck here. We can't go. We can't go. And then Sophie last minute said, I found a flight. We're packing. That's it. We're living. We're living. We're staying positive. I was like, we are definitely staying positive. We're going to get through this. It was really right. impressive, actually, uh, just as, as a normal person who was following your page <laughs> and following Donald's page, that, you know, that you, you kind of got out and everybody was, you're going to follow me going, well, where are they going to next? Where are they now? And then you landed and you were here and it was kind of like sigh relief but yeah I suppose what you thought would happen and the plans and you're at this stage when we spoke before it was like you had hopes and dreams but everything was accelerated then because of correct the pandemic um and obviously the desire to have your own family has been something that you have wanted for such a long time and during the pandemic we had a lot of time to think and plan um but everything also came to a standstill so can I ask how you have gone from we want we want our own family, but because I know you were kind of toying with, will we adopt? Yeah. Will we go down the surrogacy route? What yeah. will we do? To now, your sister Aoife is 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 carrying your baby, which yeah. is so beautiful. We had always toyed with it. So from the time we got married, this was always a conversation. So we'd reach out and find research in the UK. We'd reach out, we find research in Ireland. When we were living in America, our friend Ian, who's H and Steps, he went down the surrogacy route. He has beautiful twin boys. So in 20, after mum passed away in 2018, we kind of decided, really, and mum had just been buried, that we were like, well, you know, life is so short. I was like, let's have a family. And Arthur had been living in America the year before. And I said, I'm going to move to America with you. Why am I here on my own? Mum passing away has just proved to me that we don't get a tomorrow. We don't get a forever. We're so lucky. And then in 2019, we reached out to surrogacy in America. But back then, we're both self-employed, as you are. 
No, but before you, before surrogacy, we want to adopt. Yeah, I was completely like I said before, I was against surrogacy because from where I'm coming from, I didn't want to spend all that money to create a kid that I could save kids. There's so many kids, especially living in LA. I was watching. I was like, my God, I want to actually save kids. Why am I paying all that money? But then obviously we went for adoption. We went to see what's happening. All all the meetings we had it was absolutely amazing. Obviously, pandemic happened. And also adoption is something that, you know, we haven't discussed in detail on on the podcast yet, but I do know from people who are going through the process, my God, is it tough. So tough. It's a huge process in itself. I mean, a friend of ours, Alan McGovern, him and his wife, Jenny, who passed away, rest her, they went through it. And again, we were very, very lucky with Ian, with the surrogacy, and then Alan, who'd physically gone through it with his wife. Fill you in. We were very lucky. We were able to reach kind of out to people. So having a child was always something we were going to do. So cut back to 2019 when I'm living in LA, I was on a flight, a long haul flight every three weeks for work. Mm. I have no profile in America. I'm completely unknown. We like our life, but we are, we have to work ourselves to, to get it. He was working in America. Arthur was on a show there. He was doing choreography. He was working with Macy Gray and doing all of this. So every three weeks I was on a long haul flight. That's a lot. Yeah. So every time we'd see the adoption people, we were going down the foster to adopt situation because in America we found as, you know, gay men, a same sex relationship was far more inclusive over there, far yeah. more encouraging. We were driving down Sunset Boulevard and we actually seen a sign. It was for gay parents on a board yeah. saying, you know you're looking to adopt this is the number I remember I stopped the car I was like call the number now we're doing it this is a sign exactly literally so that's exactly what we did and that you know they went you know really quick and they they escalated from the first meeting I think because we were on the 01 visas and we've been approved by the American government already I think they seen that as a a plus as as a thumbs up um and then the pandemic happens. And during the pandemic, you know it gave Arthur and I a lot of time to think we have spent years of our lives running around chasing the dream working on a plane off a plane Arthur touring the world me pushing it works auditions screen tests all and we're we're saying for what why are we we're here in the room I grew up in as a kid everything's in storage because of the pandemic we have your laptop we are watching movies together and it was the happiest and the safest we have ever felt we now have our own house in Straffan and I say to him isn't it so funny that imagine just going back to that room it sounds but it's kind of emotional I mean our bed was so big couldn't even fit in the the room room. and was there my sister my dad her fiance and our nephew Harvey who we thought was our kid because we're obsessed with him (laughs) and it was the happiest and the safest we have ever felt and it was then we realised what's it all for and we were talking Sheila earlier we said you know it's make you realise I was like 24-7 go 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 and then pandemic was like I do miss my work, but I'm loving this life. Yes. The kind of quiet alive, cool alive. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and you start analyzing so much in your and head. And your perspective shifts. And then you oh realize, um, and you're both good at this anyway. You can tell that you are, but you realize what's important. 100%. It is. But also, because we'd worked so hard yeah. for those years, bang, bang, striving, bang, going, striving. striving yeah. We had the luxury then of when everything stopped of being okay in every aspect of our lives, that yes. we were living at home. We didn't have any mortgage, any rent you know we'd money in the bank because we'd worked so hard for those years before not a lot of people had that so we again we felt so lucky but slowing down for us 
was just Amazing. a blessing for us yeah, and also we for our relationship. We spent so much time apart altogether. And to be in that one tiny room in Rathanga, so you couldn't open the door because the bed was that big. But then we were laughing. Wow. We yeah. were lying there and I keep staring at the ceiling and thinking to myself, my God, one minute I was dancing in front of 85,000 people traveling the world. And now obviously the pandemic, we're stuck in this little room together. It feels amazing. Yeah. Like it feels amazing. And that's when all started. It's like, this is a time we need to think. And our marriage survived. Because yeah. <laughs> we were literally just everyone. I'm thinking TikTok because we started dancing. So. Well, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're, look, so you're a great couple anyway, but it sounds like your, your, your relationship didn't just survive, but it thrived. 100%. It did. And then it was that thing of, okay, well, let's just get, let's get it moving, the baby. And because I have six sisters, people are sick of me saying I have six sisters, but it's so <laughs> relevant. Each of my sisters over the years have said, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And accumulated really in the end of 2020. My Isn't sister that amazing though? And they all would offer. They all That's did. That's gorgeous. And then yeah, during it all, have. they all kind of said, you know what, I can't do it for you purely because the, my little girl is eight. She'll wonder where her brother and sister is going, even though it's not her brother and sister, but she sees the mom pregnant. She's going to presume that's her brother or sister. I get and they you. kind of eliminated themselves. And Aoife from 2019 was always the really persistent one that would say it to us and engage with us. And she'd watched a documentary on Virgin about surrogacy, I think in 2020. And then in 2021, we went for a walk in Straffan around our house where we are. And she said, I'm really interested in doing this. This is something I really want to do. And then we were like, okay, okay are we, are we, is, this, is, this, is this it? And then of course you look down the, the medical aspect, you know, can this be possible? And from the time we started the, conver the real conversation to the time she was on hormones was like maybe five, six months. But it does feel like that went by in the blink yeah. of an eye and six months is a long time yeah but before mm -hmm. all this she came the first time and obviously you think oh my god that would be amazing but like no it's a joke obviously yeah. you want to do it but we're not going to do that to you Aoife second time she came back we're like again you know like are you really serious mm -hmm. and the third time obviously it was a miracle isn't that she beautiful? was serious about like, this and, and, and had it been the other way around that would have been the way it was meant to be as well but the fact that she was the one to make the suggestion each and every time yes to you guys yeah. Yeah. must have given you guys such peace of mind knowing that well she actually wants to do this and and I know and I, it's something that we've discussed before we clicked record in this conversation and it's something to be mindful of this you're very generous by letting us in all of us and I mean everybody listening to this podcast now everyone who follows you me on Instagram by letting us into your journey but I also fully appreciate that this is also very private and there are many elements to your story that you will be comfortable to talk about and not so um, feel free not to answer as we go along and also Aoife is her own independent person Correct. Yeah. and she's not here today and I know she's very private and yes. you want to protect and her and I want her. to say you know you did invite Aoife on this conversation I asked Aoife would she want to join us and she just said no that that's not her thing yes and we have to respect that and every time I talk about Aoife I have her permission anytime I record Aoife on Instagram I always go show her are you okay with yeah, that of course. And she we're goes, having so absolutely. much fun with her and she's always like yeah of course you can post it we will never post anything no if she hasn't approved, never. That's not my agenda to make no. her look bad or anything. Not at all. We love her so much and everything you see on social media, we want to stay real. And the reason we're sharing all this, like I said to Brian, you know, like I don't want to cover baby's face when the baby's born. I don't want to 
lie things because we are so real yes like we are real you see what you get yeah so i'm not gonna start saying no i can't do this i can't do that that's not gonna be me and i said since day one we have to either be going in or just stop social media just do whatever we do and switch everything off but that's not us. during no. d- during that transitional time when we were trying to get pregnant we obviously didn't talk about that and why we're so transparent is because we feel we have to be because i've spoken publicly about wanting to have a family so did arthur we put that out there so when people engage with us and ask us questions we do have a right to reply and at no point did we say oh i'm not talking about that you know and also what we're doing with Arthur and I you know being same sex and gay and Aoife being my sister your sister and all being our surrogate this will help other people Mm. you know you want to show people this is our version of family we can't be the only ones that are doing this we're just talking about it but also it's opening another door that people didn't realise that a family member can help you I had so many messages people saying my god I never realised I could have done for my brother for my uncle for this and that because you can it's possible Mm. do you know Mm. what I mean and that's people appreciate that big time yes. big time and that I'm already happy I helped that tick that box do you yeah. know what I mean yeah and Aoife is actually living with you guys now yes she is yeah and people have asked new, every day on Instagram on a, a DM I will get asked a pregnancy related question but mainly about Aoife and I just think there's a lot of love for Aoife out there and a lot of support Aoife's Instagram is on private that was a decision she made herself it was a public Instagram and months ago on this journey she just wanted to go on private and she gets I think one day it was like 8,000 requests yeah. or something wow <laughs> yeah but for Literally, her like... she doesn't know how to manage that Aoife you know works in hospitality I want to say has a real job so she you know as much she's we're protective of her she's protective of herself she's 33 has never been pregnant before people have asked that this is her first time being pregnant as well but also yeah. I just want to say and put out there that she wasn't doing this for fame or money or uh, Instagram influence she was purely doing this to help us of that's course. why she doesn't want to be like hi guys I'm pregnant mm. that wasn't her agenda at and that's why we love her even more do you yeah, know what I mean yeah, yeah. she's so good at doing that because let's be honest another person could have said listen I love the attention no she doesn't we did a master class the other day in Cork she was taking pictures and people want to take pictures of her but she's like no guys it's okay and I love her even more for that because yeah. it's not about her she's giving us our gift mm. that's that's all it's a it's all about you know yeah it's pure love so, it's pure love it's, yeah. it's there is nothing about this that isn't so uplifting so positive and Correct. so inspiring I think for all of us so you know I'm so glad you're here because when I heard the news and like everyone who heard the news I was just bursting with joy and we chatted you, you, you messaged yeah. and you and I had a conversation yeah. and when you you asked us to come on I said to you absolutely like absolutely we, we'd love to come on yeah. and then I was trying to get a date the date you know the yes. date that works because we're all busy we're all doing stuff yeah. so I'm so happy birthdays holidays yes. oh my all been going on and with his family there's birthdays every day that's I swear true. Sheila yeah. I can't cope <laughs> I think what's quite Too nice many parties. with this conversation is it's quite nice to have a part one and a part two and hopefully there'll be a part three yes. it's quite nice that we ha- and for us is listening to the playback of what you just played and to see the growth yeah. whether it be professionally but also emotionally and psychologically how we're different only two years later I know. with a baby on the way I know I know and another two years like you'll have a toddler oh do you know when you think and maybe another it? one who knows <laughs> who knows, <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows okay so let's 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 go from Aoife saying no no I've thought 
thought about this third time coming yeah. back to you guys saying I really want to do this how then do you go from I want to do it to she's actually pregnant and due in September you know what was really odd was a lot of googling because as you know members of the um, LGBTQ plus I community and when it comes to surrogacy here in Ireland it's not there, there are no regulations mm. so where do you start I've so. done a lot of a lot of googling um, we also then had to get tested ourselves. Can we physically have children? Can Aoife be a gestational carrier? Are we able to father children? I was on a show in the April overnight TV, a karaoke show, and Arthur and Aoife went to a clinic and were FaceTiming me and were getting checked out and Aoife was passing every test and that was all good. And then it was up to Arthur and I to step up and along the way during that process that was tricky for us because we find we found stuff out and you know and that was a situation where we had to pause you know for a bit and you know that's something that is private oh, if, of course you know if we, you know and i've said maybe one day we would talk about that or say something about that but the bigger picture was always having our baby and that was the goal and you know what I think that's I think most people listening who have been on their own fertility journey even though it's different you know things can happen there can be stumbling blocks yeah. that are yeah. not expected yeah. in varying different degrees so mm-hmm. I completely get it and I also get how difficult um, it can be emotionally when you hear something that you weren't expecting. Mm. So whatever it was, yeah. and absolutely fully respect, it's nobody's business, it's it's your own. But anyway, so, but you still, you, you know, you're doing your tests and We're you're finding stuff out. Yes, but yes. It, and, and while there might be stuff that you weren't expecting, yes. there's also a lot of positive stuff going on. Of course, on. absolutely. And then it was, well, the clinic, the clinic, the clinic. And I, I rang somewhere here in Ireland because I'm Irish and they, I, I'm, I'm almost fearful. I've never named the clinic and I'm very mindful not to because... I, they're just doing their job for us being gay and I hate to say it's because we're gay it is because we're gay I think it's not even the clinic it's how they they approached us you know you can be nice or sorry for my language vile yeah and the words vile that's how I can describe just and very dismissive ooh, like very that's dismissive that's very disappointing to you hear. know we don't do that here you know we can't help you it's just very much that's a nice way yes and it's because we're gay because if you're a heterosexual couple here in Ireland, you know, and you can go and seek sort of IVF and treatment, you can't, you can't do that because again, there's no regulations. It's not illegal. Mm. It's also not legal. So it leaves people in the middle of going, well, what do we do? They don't know what to do. But also you were not asking anything out of ordinary. You were no. just asking a medical question. Yeah. And once you mentioned gay and this is what we're doing, oh my God. But we were not asking anything out of ordinary do you know what I mean you know we were very lucky that we did go to a clinic for fertility advice here in Ireland that were just so amazing and made us feel so comfortable and I think they addressed us as three different individuals who were going on this journey of becoming parents it wasn't two gay guys and a surrogate which the other two clinics should have done the same do you know what I mean it was three separate people going on a fertility journey with the goal of becoming parents or you know which, which made us feel you know safe comfortable and then and after the testing, it was trying to find a clinic. It can't work for us here in Ireland. Again, we've never said the clinic or where we went. It was through a recommendation from someone else who had a healthy pregnancy and had a family through this. And then we reached out to someone at that clinic and they spoke English because someone else couldn't speak English. And that was, you know, that was trying to find someone who spoke English. And then luckily a nurse 
speaks fluent French, Arthur speaks fluent French, that made it easier. And again, so I'm thinking, to communicate, yeah. why are we having to do this? So and then we spoke so to someone in the UK, and to be honest, with that clinic, we didn't get a good vibe off them. It was like 250 euro for a Skype call for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was all money, financial. And then the clinic we went with, it wasn't about money. They wanted to help us. They wanted yeah, to advise us okay. and educate us. And we just felt like we're also going on a recommendation from someone who had a healthy pregnancy. So this is, again, we were lucky to be able to reach out to people again. And then... That's great to hear because the business side of fertility conception is massive. Yes. And I do think because when you want, when you make that decision that you want to to be a parent, to, to bring a baby into the world, like there's nothing more powerful than that. And you'll do anything. So you're very vulnerable. 100%. And, you know, you will do whatever it takes. And and there are there are a lot of people that exploit that vulnerability And it's well. expensive. It's hugely expensive. I don't know why it's not free for people. Like I was saying, if you don't have the money, yeah. you will never have kids. Just think about this. Yeah. If you can't afford, even though you'll be the best dad, mom, like you can't afford, you will never have kids. So that's it, you're stuck. So I think it's sad for that. Like, we had a really, we had a good meeting with the gentleman at that clinic, and then it really escalated to Aoife going on hormones. And at that time, Aoife was single. I think it worked out We're well for her so being much, single. Yeah. It was good because how could yeah. she have done this if she was in a relationship? But then, you know, it's about cycles and menstruation oh and ovulating and charts and your uterus <laughs> measuring and every other We week. learned so much. I think oh. I know so well the anatomy of yes, the female, female anatomy. anatomy so well because we were learning every day something new. I'm and like, there's no glamour in it. There's no, you just have no. to go in. That's it. <laughs> Like I'm picking up this gorgeous <laughs> cup of just, tea and a cup you oh my God. Sheila gave me, and I requested actually. And then we have, we have this orange cup, and it's like the ones you see people drinking in America that are red. And I have this orange cup, and it's going to be in the room that's our nursery, and it's in the window because it means so much Summer. to me. Eva peed in this cup. <laughs> Stop. Listen for an ovulation test. She also peed oh in this God. cup for a pregnancy test. So the cup oh, in that room, okay. it means so. Well, when I look at that cup, it brings me joy. Oh. Has it been a I have been washed numerous <laughs> times. Right. But it's just because during all of this, we attacked it with humor, yeah, with hope, is. with love, with positivity. But humor is the key for us. I mean, oh, we yeah. did cry a lot too, but I, at the same time, it's up and down, up and down. But I always kept the positivity going. It's like, it's okay. Not this time. Let's go again. Da, da, da. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't let it go. So you were following her ovulation um, and, you know, you're watching her, I suppose peak days and yeah. all that kind of stuff right. um then can we talk about I, I we already know probably those who have followed your story but it's probably important to point out maybe somebody listening for the very first time Aoife is 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 pregnant with your baby but she's not using her egg it's a donor egg correct yes i'm glad and, i'm glad you mentioned that because i think yeah. people, there's a lot of confusion we also know who the biological father is we only ever gave one sample we know who the father is. It's not Aoife's biological child. She is not the biological mother. In the eyes of the Irish law, though, she is. She is, yeah. This so is a complicated it, thing, yeah, yeah. It, this is the, in the eyes of the law. And, and if Aoife was married, her husband would go down as the biological father even though we know who the father if is. I can, this is I where can the surrogacy laws really do need yeah. to change and I 100%. hope it does happen soon but, because but it's outrageous. But will it happen? Because I think it leaves families so in limbo. It's yeah. so confusing it's for everyone. It's very disappointing. And one of us has no rights. One of us has no has no rights. But like you said, child. if Aoife was married, her husband will be the dad. Will be considered the biological the father bio- of a baby that's so not confusing. his. 
It's I, very, very odd. Ooh. So, I, I mean, I mean, looking back on it now, when, when you're in it, and the issue was we couldn't, well, I don't think we've ever said this, but we couldn't get EFA's uterus to measure a certain amount to get the embryo transfer. We had to select an egg donor. It, the, the wall needs to be th- thick, thickness. Yes, thickness. Yeah. Couldn't get it, couldn't get it, couldn't get it. And in between all of this, we had given samples and we know the sample that's on ice. You know what, we then know had, with the egg donor, we were given profile numbers. We weren't given pictures. We've no idea what the donor looked like. We just knew her height, her weight, her hair color, eye color, how healthy. Um, her family, parents, grandparents smoked, exercised, occupation and we narrowed that down to five and then three and then we narrowed it down to one. Okay. So we had all of that but in the meantime the sample of semen and the egg meet and we have an embryo. We had two embryos one had split and we lost that due to abnormalities in it and I've said that that that, that was a real you got really upset. I got really upset. He was I, really, I, I, really, I don't know really why. Upset. I got so emotional because I just think. Oh no, I do know why. Yeah, but you're also. Like that, but it's a baby. Because an embryo, it's a baby. We didn't know the gender of the the, the twins, but they did, and they, they the clinic don't tell you, mm. and it's just not viable, and it w- would not have led to a viable, healthy pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. For for the the children are indeed Aoife, and we also have to bear in mind, you know, she's doing this yeah. for us. Mm. Yeah. That. That's when it got really real for me. And that's when I thought to myself, hang on, we may not ever get pregnant yeah. or we may lose again. And I wasn't prepared to feel that kind of paternal loss. It was a very strange feeling. Mm-hmm. I still think about it. It's, and we talk about whether yeah. there were boys or girls. It's so funny. It's but the just clinic, by, by law, for their clinic, they had to destroy. They, they're not even asking you if they can destroy or not. They think they have to be viable. It's, it's, vi- it's in the small print. Yeah. They only work with, with viable, viable so healthy embryos. Yeah. Even if we said, oh, doesn't matter, just go it meant, for it. We it wouldn't have been allowed. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's yeah. how. So, yeah. It's just, it was just. So it, it is, just, of course, it's, it's, it's lost. And then you're kind of dealing with that. So, so how, also, many embry- how many embryos did so you have? So we had two and two. then one split and that, that didn't work. And we'd one left. Oh, wow. Only oh, one wow. left. Okay. Yeah. And then we measured with Aoife but on a natural cycle. So we were going to stop. We weren't measuring. This is six, seven, eight months of just not measuring. It was and so hard, up and down, working. Not and working, all the hormones and booking like, flights and losing flights and hotels and flying over and just nothing working And again, talking money, out. it's money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's you spending so much money and then you, and they were like, we can't do this anymore. Like where are we as going? As much as the money was coming in, when I tell you it was going We were out. lucky, yeah. yeah we were and lucky. then we had an issue with hormones, trying to get Eve on hormones with her period on the second day. And we reached out, you know, to someone regarding hormones because we no access to hormones and they couldn't give us the hormones because they went, if something goes wrong with Aoife taking them, I will lose my medical license. Oh, right. Because the, the legality, and luckily, you know, we had to fly somewhere with our certs and get them and bring them back in hand luggage for fear we'd get stopped and like be but arrested. Thing, bear in mind, we're doing all this, Brian and I, just the effort is just there but we didn't because in Ireland nobody can help us yeah. so Brian and I were doing everything on our own we became doctors psychologists for EFA we do everything so everything this is, on our this own this is all happening timeline again in 2021 it's the summer of 20 yeah the summer yeah. of 2020 before that from like you're looking at April April, April through of 2021 and yeah. obviously all of us were really nada. oblivious to what what's going on no, in your life. Show still goes on. You're out Which there is, smiling, yeah. dodging, yeah. asking questions about it, but being hopeful. It, we're on the baby train. I just kept saying we're on the baby train. The train's mm, left the station yeah. mm. because I did not know. But getting the hormones back, 
you know, we'd done it legally, of course. It was all prescription in the country. Sure, we'd done it. They were carried in the hand luggage. We scanned them through. But it was a real thing of going, get those fucking drugs <laughs> on that plane and ram them up or down either, whatever way, whatever way you can do. Well, I don't care how she oh takes them. My God. And like, she was funny. And like, there, I say there's no glamour and I can say this because Aoife has told me I can say this. She then had to take medication vaginally yeah, because yeah. she couldn't do it herself. That's all I'm saying. She couldn't do it herself <laughs> because oh she was afraid. She thought she was doing it wrong. So then you have to step in and go, you just oh. need to lie down. We're going to get you through this together. Go away. That's yeah. how, what I'm telling you. Oh my you, God, we never said this. How, we've never, that's, that's how into this we were, the three of us. Oh my God. We, we never want to give up. We never <laughs> we want to give up. I was like, lie down. Because I know those pestries. I, oh, I so, did them yeah, myself you. Exactly. when I was pregnant. So, Aoife, and she was right because when we didn't measure, they were saying they weren't going in, in properly. <laughs> and I was like, lie on that couch. Here's a cushion, elevate those knees. Arthur, put on the gloves, get a torch, turn on the phone and the iPhone, there's the light. Shove it up, here we go. And like, it literally, and then we'd watch, Empathy, I love you, then we'd sorry. probably watch Dancing with the Stars or something or Emmerdale. It was, because when you're in that. We're laughing now, but it's true. You have to do But you don't yeah. care. <laughs> you will do anything oh, to anything. make this work. Oh. We'll do anything yeah. to make this work. Yeah. And Aoife had the same passion and love oh, that we did. Yeah. Like she, she was did. having scans and we didn't know there were, you know, internal scans. And like the, just, and I'm thinking she she's never said Stop. Never. I don't want to do it. Never. She's never said no. She's never complained once. We're in our third trimester now and the back of her legs are hurting her, her bum cheeks and her lower back. Oh, she's flying it, isn't yeah. she? Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So we went for our last checkup last year. It's the winter of last year. And we, we didn't measure. And we thought that's just the money, like as much that you don't want to put a financial expense on having a child. It's not a burden. I don't mean it that way. 
But when you're self-employed and you're working and you're you're putting yeah. all that money in this yeah. thing and it's not thousands it's and it's not also, happening, yeah. mm. you have to then go, maybe this isn't for us. Yeah. Maybe we aren't supposed to have children. Maybe it's maybe being godparents and maybe having all our nieces and nephews is our thing. We got over an initial, such a huge hurdle that eliminated one of us for stepping up, being honest. So it was all now on one person. Maybe this is just isn't for us. And then we said, stop. I was like, I, I can't. We've, I've had enough. Aoife was getting frustrated. So was Arthur. And then we measured and they were like, no, you're, you're too short. And then the clinic said to us, why don't we try a natural cycle? Actually, no, they also believed in us. They said, don't stop. Don't stop. Just try last time, natural, natural cycle. No, nothing. No tablets, no. nothing. Just nothing. do what the body natural. wants to yeah. do naturally. Wow. Okay. So then we're thinking a period and all of that. And then I remember we were somewhere and they said on this day, we were, let's get an ovulation test. And I remember the Close. chemist in NACE closed at midnight and we got there at five to 12 and it was one box of ovulation. One I'm telling box. you, one box left. It's like and then Aoife, yes, yeah. Aoife had to get up one morning so early. Arthur was away somewhere. You were in Galway because we were doing the socks. We were launching That's the right, AGO yeah, socks. Yeah. And Aoife peed in this orange cup oh, and I dipped the fucking ovulation <laughs> test in it. And I was spewing, splashing, I didn't care. And I was like, if I don't get a fucking smiley face on this, I'm going to go wild. And I took it out and it was the smiliest face. You know, that round face. And we yeah. smiled. Yeah, yeah, and remember it flashed initially that's good then it stayed and I, we rang Arthur with the thingy screaming I was like oh my god it's not working I thought it was scream like sad scream they're like no, no it's working it's happening and the next day we'd done it again oh, yeah. and it worked the next day three consistent and just then, to make sure just to make sure <laughs> then like, yeah. on a flight one embryo left that had been in a freezer for about six months it's god, like lottery god it's like literally playing baby. lottery either. and then I remember doing all of that and that's fun in itself because after the embryo transfer, you know, I actually couldn't go because I was working. So Arthur had to go with Aoife. And then Aoife said it happened really, I mean, you were there, I wasn't there. Well, I was there, yes. And when it happened, I know they say you have to just relax, you know, legs in the air. So I was so evil to her. I said, you're gonna lie down in a hotel, in a hotel bed, uh, on the bed, and then legs up. She was like, oh, 20 minutes. I was like, no, three hours. Yes. And I left her hanging there, but she slept. <laughs> because I was so paranoid. I was like, FD, I love you for what you're doing, but I'm sorry, I'll bring you anything you want. Just stay there. Don't and move. do you know what? She stayed there for actually four hours, mm. legs in the air. And we keep saying that's why it worked. That's why, because, she, I mean, I don't know that's why it worked, but I was like so paranoid. I was like, one chance in a million. Yeah. And she was so good. And then the only thing she was craving, she's like, I would love to eat some mango. I was like, yes. you never ate mangoes. She was She's craving, craving for mangoes. Mango after so I had to go much. all over the place finding mangoes for her. I mean, we were crying again, laughing, calling him while he was working. But I was like, please keep those legs up in the air. And what was very, you know, we've and, never... And like, that's some serious pressure on Eva. Oh Completely. But she... You know, she knows how much she wanted. This is like last embryo. 100%. Oh, you know? Yeah. And then last embryo, you know, with that donor, we had chosen that donor. And mm. then once that donor has gone now, no one else... That donor was only that given donor, that yeah. donation so you know we matched with that obviously donor for our own reasons as well apart from the healthy aspect of it mm. so we kind of thought you know and then we start again and it was Christmas Eve. we were over at my sister's and we've never said this over because the dates yeah. we only revealed is the 10th of September and we were over at my sister's and pouring champagne and I asked Aoife it was after the transfer a few weeks later and asked her to pour me a glass of champagne and she got sick in the sink 
and we'd never done any tests. And my mom was there, and my mom straight away said she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Oh wow! Because she, we'd done no testing yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just hoping. Because no, you have to wait two weeks. Two weeks. Once the umbrella transfer, you wait two weeks, yeah. and you have to do the blood test. Yeah. And then, but because of over New Year and stuff, we'd no access to blood tests. So we had done four, two pregnancy tests. And Aoife and Arthur were downstairs and I was up in the room with the orange cup again. Oh my God. Me and this orange cup were just best friends. <laughs> and I had dipped two of them in. And when I tell you, they turned pregnant. Two seconds. Yes. There was no, and I went, we're fucking pregnant. Oh. He was upstairs on his own. I, 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 I actually sat on the bed and went, I, I now know this first before anyone. And I, for me, it was very important because <laughs> I couldn't go for the transfer with work. I had to have my own moment of relishing in something. And remember I came downstairs and that's the video we put up and I said, we, we're fucking pregnant. We got it. We got a lot of slack for that from people saying that we're not pregnant. We're men. How are we taking this away? What people didn't realize was Aoife was in that room at Arthur. Yeah. We're pregnant collectively, the three oh of God, us. Oh God, yeah. So I, we we, I, we had so many messages about that, and that's not really? what. We, yeah, we did, yeah, and we I just did. thought, well, okay, disappointed let us, to hear that. Course, uh, yeah, oh my God. But, but I'm. That's not about taking. They say you're from, a man. You can't be pregnant. But Aoife was there with us. That's her screaming. We just edited her up because she didn't want to be in the video. Yeah. It's also yeah. how people talk. I mean, English is not my language, but people say, "Oh my God, we're pregnant." You know, mm. straight gay. It doesn't matter. We are pregnant. Exactly. So I think when we say that, people, not everybody, but a few people attack. It's like, "Oh my God, okay." So, so you're sitting there and yeah. you're taking this news in, and as you Couldn't, said, this at while we're okay. waiting downstairs, but dying. also, but also was it, it surreal? Were you? It, it was surreal because I thought. As, as much as it had taken us, you know, from the February, the whole way through, like nine, ten months, I then realised quite quickly, shit, we've just done this once. This we've we've only we've only had to do it once. So in my mind, there's a real thing of going, we are the luckiest we are. people. If we that, are. you know anything else that happened, we the never money, give up. We, we never it, give it up. Was, it was this is supposed to be our baby. This is our yeah. moment, and this yeah. is the child yeah. that has been sent to us for a reason. Oh. This is the one that will look look after me and him, and we're a lot. <laughs> and so, Ethan, so I knew. Oh, I'm this, sorry, whoever you are. So I'm I knew sorry, this baby. Rich. Was uh, meant to be for us. us, and then I ran down and told them, and we honestly oh we hugged and cried, screaming, and then Eva we sat Eva down. We were like, "Do you want to put your legs up? Are you okay?" Because <laughs> we were very much like she is oh. the queen, oh, yeah. and we now need to protect you. Mm. And it was a real moment of our lives have completely changed. But then it was a real thing where I went, "Is Eva going to be okay? She's never been yeah. pregnant," and we try to protect her for as long as possible and why I'm going to say is we've never said before to anyone there was a lot of chatter back where we live in Rathangan and a lot of talking and a lot of stuff that was being said you know people had heard certain stuff for, and it, it just we had to protect her from rumours of stuff that you know she had gotten herself pregnant or was in a situation and she which wasn't nice which she was, was she was trying to hide a pregnancy there was something going on and I've never said that because that's also been something that we've carried through this protecting Aoife and trying to keep it a secret for as long we got to the second trimester I think without any sort of public acknowledgement there was talk and Aoife wasn't drinking a certain stuff and wearing you know baggier clothing so there was stuff being said and because Aoife 
put her Instagram on private and wasn't doing so much stuff. There was a bit of chatter and we were very mindful that the stuff people were saying is not the truth. This is not what is happening. You know, Aoife is pregnant for us. us. This isn't bad news. This is exciting news. We, news. We will tell you in our own time, allow us that opportunity to tell you our news when we want to. And also it's not fair on Aoife. She's doing this beautiful thing for us and then yes. she's hearing rumors left so right disappointing center. isn't it it's so I was so angry I'm and so sorry to hear that yeah but we've got our head around that because this was always going to be something that was going to be revealed this is always going to be something that was yeah, going to bring us gonna... the most joy this wasn't something we were embarrassed ashamed course, by or, or keeping a secret so that was kind of going on in the backward and people would message her asking her if she was pregnant and she well, would say no right, and the, the reason Aoife said no is because she said to me her wording was so so perfect she went this is not my baby this yeah. is not my news so I knew from day dot we, so she is the perfect person for this yes. you know she's not trained in media or no. any of that or you know but she knew from day dot she, this isn't my news and she'd say I'm, I'm no 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 like, and you brought something big up because I, you know, I think a lot of us that are maybe new to the idea of surrogacy, I've certainly learned, I, I have no personal experience of it, obviously, but I've learned a lot from talking to people. It's very different from living it. I fully, fully appreciate that. But there's so much that I still don't know and I'm learning all the time. But if I try and put myself in that situation, I, I would imagine you probably do need a lot of assistance around the emotional aspect of it absolutely. for all of you, because it's, you know, it's your sister it's your sister-in-law and yet she is carrying your baby she knows this is not my baby but i am the i i'm i'm i'm, I'm providing a home for this little one to grow until they're ready to to birth into the world I would imagine you would need a, a bit of counselling, a bit of therapy around that. Is that something that is being provided or that she's looking at? Aoife has done that herself of her own accord. Brilliant. Months and months and months ago. Way before we started. Even way yeah. before we got on hormones. She ah, went to great. see someone herself. It was advised to the, um, we were seeking advice from fertility here in Ireland and that amazing clinic That's we went so to. That's so important. And they were so inclusive. Important. And, you know, she's been to see, I think, two or three appointments, one beforehand, one during and one after. Again, her own accord. We didn't have to bring up this subject. She organically wanted to do that. And for us, we're seeing no red flags. And I don't know what was said because they're obviously private conversations. Yeah. But when she came home, she always felt comfortable saying no went really well it's what I thought the lady said this to me reassured me because she must have her own questions even herself because as much as all of this is very public and we're very very excited we don't know what's going to happen on day of delivery we're all going to be so excited full of so much love and having a safe delivery for both Aoife and baby is crucial to us but then you know we go and do skin on skin Aoife doesn't hold the baby I was I was actually if, yeah. it, was, if it was appropriate of to course, ask yes, absolutely. I know it's, it's, it's very intimate yes. but the day so is it a case of you know your due date is the 10th of September yes but I suppose baby decides when they're going to pop into the world might before might after but in the round anyway baby is born so baby goes straight to the parents which skin is on skin us, Arthur yeah. and I yes for the snuggles they are the best cuddles oh my yeah we've magic. It's so strange oh, it's we, magic. We, we, we've never we've never done it it's so amazing and you know what I was saying we're so lucky because we have FD with us the whole nine months yeah because normally when you do surrogacy you will say hello 
and then goodbye and then see them in nine months. Yeah. That's what's happening. So you don't really experience the pregnancy, but we are like, again, we are pregnant yeah. and the child is there every day. I see the bump, we see them growing. And the and moment when- the kicks when, start. Oh, Has that wait. started yet? We haven't seen it. No, probably... kicks for Aoife are, she, 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 oh, well, she, oh, but we've not seen anything with the hand or foot on the, no, on the belly yet. Had, yeah. And when we feel, we don't feel the flushes or the kicks. Well, third trimester, she, like, she jumps up. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be honest cakes. I'll be honest Damien struggled to really ever feel yeah, we, it's, hard. You feel it's exactly. hard yeah it's hard I've asked Aoife what the feeling's like and she can't explain it to me she, you know she I said don't even me? know how to she explain went, it do you know what it feels like she said it feels like there's actually someone inside you and they're trying to get out <laughs> well, well that's exactly what's I went, that's exactly what it oh fucking my is God, can you be a bit is. more she went, do you know what it feels like oh my god it feels I went uh, uh, you think so it's like yes but tell me like, make me feel it like the innocence the innocence oh. so so baby is born Delivery, and, yes. and and baby is a uh, Boy or girl, and obviously that's complete. We know. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, yeah. And we've lovely. not. We've actually we've, that's one thing. That's one we've thing not we decided slipped to up keep. On yet. Ethan knows, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, that's great. one thing we kept this secret. Say, you know what? That's I just want the world to see same time. You know, with everybody. Oh, yeah. We don't want to really. And we have a name. Oh, brilliant! But we're thinking now: Are we very no, foolish not to have that. a backup? No, no, no. In case the baby doesn't look like. No, I'm pre- practicing oh, every day. The mother here going. No, no, shaking the head. No. Well, we named Cahal. Oh, so you knew straight away. Very, oh, absolutely. Very okay, early see. doors. Cleaning that very early doors. See? When we we did a video for our families and friends, and we did one of those reveal balloons. Yes. Oh, right. Fire girl. Yeah. And so we knew, but we revealed to our son whether he was going to have a baby sister or brother. Yeah. He wanted a baby sister. Oh, he oh got lucky. God. We were so lucky because if he, we were saying, God, if he'd been asking for a baby brother, we'd have been screwed. Because a lot of pink came out. <laughs> so we saw the pink and he was delighted. Oh. And then we told him in the video what her name was. Mm-hmm. And we said, and I whispered, She's going to be Cleona So tell everybody So in the video he goes Her name is Cleona okay, So it's like he knows her and, even and before And then everybody it, Totally yeah. Now we were kind of thinking Oh god Let's hope everything goes well Totally Yeah. And we're like you guys You know I'm a glass half full kind of person same But I'm me. also a bit of a realist that, Yeah same as me So you're trying to balance that all the time mm-hmm. But anyway We're blessed that everything went well But yeah we had Her name from very very early doors But actually I want to ask you You know some people saying <laughs> You will see the baby You might change the name Because they won't look like that oh, I don't Do, I, I don't buy was, into that Just from our see, experience saying, I maybe have a backup If it works for you guys But for us We didn't have a backup We didn't need a backup We instantly see, felt I'm, this connection So I was in Gala I was in the Gala shop in Straffan And we'd waited for Again I am not present We've been waiting for this call Such a long time To find out the gender I'm in the car last minute So we're waiting for them And not not rang us And then the harmony The first thing you go is First of all they told us We don't need to get the harmony test done Because donor and biological dad All good, all healthy Yeah you already knew a lot If it's offered to you we're going to get it done. It's just another bit of peace, peace of mind, mind, I think. Yes. Especially if we get one chance of doing this and this is their one time. Done and I that. always felt like if there was something to deal with, then well, at least you'd be prepared. You'd have information. The earlier, 100%. the better. And was told everything is fine, fine, fine. Again, like, and you said you wanted to find... I was like, yes, yes, can we find the gender? <laughs> when the lady told me the gender, there was silence. <laughs> on the. I mean, silent. And then I went, are you sure? <laughs> she went... Oh, right, Mr. Darling, is this not happy? <laughs> I said, oh, no, 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 I'm happy. I just need to know that this, this is it it's now. So that's what happened. Yeah. I then had a baby with the gender. I knew in gala I was either having a son or a daughter. It was like it was done. Yeah. And I was, it's real. 
And then I walk out to him and I cry and I say, we are having a hoo hoo mm-hmm. They just called me. And we both cried in the car park and just hugged each other. And But then was this thing of when he started the car, <laughs> we both sat here like this. <laughs> <laughs> Almost going, what the fuck has happened? It's real it's, now, that's okay, it. So now it's we, real. So now baby's healthy. We have a gender. I know. And then she it was to the name. Huge. And we like we've always liked names that could go with a boy or a girl. Mm. Like we liked James for a boy or a girl. Yeah. You know, our, I don't think our name is people, my sister Hulk or whatever, that don't call the baby Apple because they think <laughs> I'm gonna go down that road. We're calling the baby Plum. <laughs> <laughs> so the name that we do have, I think is a gorgeous name. For either. For either. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be to everyone's tasting. That but, doesn't matter. We like it. We love it. We not like it. That's love all that matters. It. Yeah. Like um, I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't agree with the names that we've given our children. But does that matter to us? Exactly. Of course, yes. I'm practicing every day, so yeah, we, 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 we do. But it. like, it's so strange because even talking to you now in the third trimester and with a due date on the 10th September, we do think we're going to go slightly. Earlier, our consultant Declan has kind of said, oh, it could be, you know, end of August, oh, it could be this or it could be after. I just don't think, I think for us, I just don't think we're going to get to the 10th of September. I just, in my mind, I just think. And you're powerful manifestors. Yes. I, I, everybody told me, oh, you'll go over in your first. I was, my due date on Cahill was the 1st of August. Mm-hmm. My water's broken the 1st of August. Oh, wow. He was born in the early hours of the 2nd. Wow, so bang on. And everybody said, go over, you'll go over you'll your first. So days. there you go. Yeah. And she wasn't due for a few days and everyone is saying, you know, you're big into your numbers. 11th is a lot to you. She was oh born my. on 11, 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. She's a witch. A good one. <laughs> a a white witch. Yeah. So look, I think when you put it out there, you, proof is in the pudding. When you when you set your mind to it, when you verbalize it and you say it to the universe, Correct. it comes back. So, um, okay. So we might be looking at an August baby. You never know. We could be looking. And, but for us, like considering <laughs> now is the end of June, it's not that far away. Oh my God. And there's, there's, there's just a the hospital wee... bag is it packed? No, no. Actually, don't his worry, family worry, keeps saying that. Have you packed your bag? Look, Have you packed your no bag? bags packed for but anyone? Also, but also, don't worry. My to the airport we, I am out of here bye we always pack too much I think and you I need agree. very little you really. need very little really yeah, yeah we still because obviously you know it's so strange because when we announced all of this there was that little bit of hate which you're going to get but I do think for us the next hate we're going to get is preempting it is the fact our baby is going to be bottle fed because Arthur and I are not female and don't have functioning breasts that provide milk and already I'm thinking what you don't produce breast milk we don't produce <laughs> breast milk what I get in trouble right. for saying that now as well horror. It's but I'm thinking oh the, the breast is best Brigade are going to be on and this and that. It's just that I'm now preempting. Yeah, but we're ready for that. I'm ready. It's just for so that. strange that when you pull something out that is so good and so positive, what amazes me is people that want to project hate and negativity towards it. And you wonder why. When we announced first thing, some people, not everybody, no. but some people said it's disgusting. It's um, you see what money can do. You can buy anything. You're ripping a womb. This woman <sighs> wow. is like treated so badly. Like we were reading, I was like, are you kidding me? This is before announcing IFA. Yeah. And then when we announced IFA, not one hate message because they realize it's not about money. It's somebody who's doing the most incredible thing for us. Yeah. But before that, there were a few nasty, nasty messages. And they're very troubled people. I think anyone who has that perspective is is not right. I was, not go- I was well. going to engage and I, because I, getting a DM is like getting a text. 
because mm. we've got our notifications on which we pip us all the time we turn off those notifications so it comes to your phone like a text and I read some of them and it just filled me with such anger but then I was reading them and going you're so on I don't mean this in a bad way but people are just so uneducated mm. and you can't have a conversation or engage with someone who's not educated that enough to, force so the then to do things you, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. real go away with your hate we're just going to feel the love from, from everyone and also for us you know we have public jobs and we have public platforms so for us releasing this is we wanted to release when we released we got a lot further than we thought we would and obviously we're still going to protect Aoife and even now when we do stuff we get stopped every day from people just who so just beautiful. want to say congratulations oh, and talk about the baby so and even today with our friend Joanne who you know the fabulous Joanne Byrne <laughs> yeah. and someone stopped and we were joking about a royal baby I went oh man, this, this is what Kate <laughs> of course and Megan felt like oh the baby oh and jokingly, oh, I'm not showing, you know, all that kind of fun and stuff. And people are oh, no, so people lovely. People have been absolutely incredible. People have been amazing. Forget those nasty messages. I know. Yeah, of doesn't course. matter. They're the like majority maybe, are so yeah. happy for you guys. Oh my God. 99%, 100%. Dad, daddy, pops, papa. What are we talking here? We've been I talking. can't be called daddy. Okay. Just very triggering. But you see, naturally to oh, me, your daddy. There's a story. There's a st- <laughs> it involved someone before, a guy who I had to call daddy too. Which is I think I... <laughs> So yeah. I, I, I'm a much older guy. He was a doctor. He was very wealthy. And he was into being called. He was you, into, no, I, uh, I was no. in my twenties. He liked me to call him daddy. Oh, yes, right, daddy. Okay. Uh, buy me that, daddy. And no. it was great <laughs> for me. But, yeah, like, and I was. I, listen, oh I loved God. it. This man was rich, rich. I no, worked I at Ryanair. He paid my rent and everything. Oh. It was great. I'd call him fucking Father Christmas if he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't like the idea of being only forty-four. <laughs> Someone calling me daddy. This so, is your child father, you're talking about. Hello, father. <laughs> dad. Dad. No. Dad. 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 Dad me is appropriate? Be, I think dad for me. I think me is going to be papa. Oh, papa. Lovely. Yeah, papa. Because I want our child to speak Spanish, French, yes. and English. Yes. And obviously Irish. Irish? Because, you know, in Irish, Irish. There's obviously different words. Dada is, is Irish as well for dad. Dada. Dad. Yeah. Dad. Dada. Do both your kids speak fluent Irish? Well, Cleana is... is <laughs> sorry, seven months. That's sorry. You mean she can't? Oh, your daughter is so behind, Sheila. <laughs> Does Carl months. speak? She's like, can he understand English Irish? Oh, yeah, he can. Great. <sighs> he can. He corrects me because... Fabulous. Um, because so, his, so one, shady. One, yeah, one of his teachers is, is from Donegal and has beautiful Donegal oh, Irish. Oh, that accent, so, yes. That's gorgeous. So often, I should, he'll come home from, from, from uh, Nina from play school and we'll chat. And then you'll say, Mommy, you're saying it wrong. Oh my God. Wow. Because, because Sandra oh says God, it differently. Sandra's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so obviously, English, yes. Arthur speaks fluent French. I'd also, Arthur speaks fluent Russian. Our niece, do Chloe, you as yeah, well. he's I Russian. Do, yeah. So that'd be great. So, what's the Russian for dad? Papa. Oh, Papa. And what, Spanish? What would they say? We don't oh, know yet. Because I, don't, know I, I niece, don't speak Spanish. I but don't. Papa's lovely. Papa, Papa is, dad. But yeah. perfect. Chloe, my, uh, our niece, my niece, my sister's baby. I mean, I speak Armenian too, but obviously for the child it's too much, maybe later on. But I think those are the languages I would love the child to speak. And we're saying Spanish because Chloe's doing Erasmus here at college. She's out in Spain at the moment. So she's going to be a teacher and teaching language and Spanish and going to Spain and teaching English. This is your niece. My niece, Chloe. She's 21 actually in August. She was born, Tracy had her at 16. She was so young and they're like sisters. And she was born just after I came out of Big Brother. So I'm so worried about Tracy and Chloe and to see her now at 21. 
nearly finishing college and she's a fully fledged adult it's really yeah, weird yeah. so she's going to be in baby's life Chloe teaching Spanish how amazing oh, wonderful I won't understand any language my child speaks <laughs> and you know everybody say it in English <laughs> <laughs> say it in fucking English they always say it takes a village and it's very true because I you know, know yeah but you have growing it. up you have your village I'm so yeah. blessed with my six sisters even with Aoife and we obviously started initially and you know there is no how people normally do it is when the surrogate wouldn't be involved in the baby's life so the surrogate wouldn't hold the baby in the hospital wouldn't do any of that but Aoife's my sister his sister-in-law our mm, best friend mm. but also an aunt to this child so all of that is going to go out the window so once baby is born when Aoife goes into the recovery room we've even said we may then find that private moment with Arthur and I to walk in get emotional now to walk in with the baby and give Aoife you know that moment and probably doing it privately with us mm-hmm. because that is going to be quite emotional because she, she has carried you know the baby for so long and I'd, I suppose our, our fear is what if she held the baby and didn't want to give the baby back my insecurity would think that I've, there's no red flags as to why I should think that it's just you you think it's been so amazing for us you know and it's been so perfect I don't think that's going to happen but I also want her to have that moment of holding her niece or nephew and having that moment and having that moment in private and going she has done that with us yeah you know because no one no one knows how it's going to pan out so i suppose it's just fear it's insecurity because yeah. we don't know and then if that was to happen what would we do what do you do that won't happen it won't I'm happen light this up no it she won't happen can't wait to go to her sister's wedding on 15th of September. Yes. She'd be absolutely And I get it. And I get it. So excited. Like, I I, I suppose it's it's completely it makes sense that you would because you know when you want something so so much yeah. you 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 automatically look at the the, the what kind of worst case scenario yeah. it's kind I, of a, that's what but, I go to it's like what you're saying realist realistic yeah. or, uh, but see I never empty, thought that I never he's thinking that totally but I now. never because I know she's so strong in her mind she's so incredible she knows this is the best thing she's ever doing for us yeah. and she will never no a million years gonna twist of I mean we joke all the time she's like because she's got the rights because she's Biological mother She's classed right? as the, the biological so like, mother Don't mess with me I'll take so it away from you You know we she's always joke and stuff But she, no a, she's very good I know you're always upset Oh and she's my this, sister You're scared but Yeah Like you never know Things can sister. happen This isn't but, just no. The surrogate that we've picked or, You know we were matched with Through an agency She is my sister My blood We've been through so much together There's also You've the, inserted things yes. In her body Yes <laughs> Literally I held a cup as she pissed in it Like come on Also our mom Mom's not around and yeah, mom's yeah. not experiencing this with her. And I feel there's a sense of vulnerability. You know, Tara had Harvey and mom wasn't around and mom's not around now. So it's, it's that thing of where I feel I'm stepping in being her mom also. Mm. Do you know sort of way? Yeah. Well, and I get that feeling whenever I follow your stories that you're, you're, you're very uh, mindful of her, minding 100%. her and, and protecting when her. When we go anywhere, time. we're queuing for a taxi. Like people, two meters is just not enough. You need to, back five meters away from her she's pregnant give this woman space yeah. if we go on trains my arm is out no one's also, getting also if no that doesn't have special awareness oh, yes. she is so clumsy. clumsy she's getting bigger and heavier you uh, like Brian and Eva are so clumsy <laughs> honestly there'll be a massive st- a stadium football pitch they will walk into a stall. Yeah. I don't know how they will do this I swear to God it's like effigy 
you got, and you become quite clumsy when you're pregnant yeah. simply but because you're carrying more yeah. weight if so small in stature small, yeah. is she 5'2 yeah 5'2 yeah 5'2 so she looks glorious she, she looks like she's she, having and I'm delighted to hear that she's having such a good pregnancy so you're having scans you're flying it through you're in the third trimester like you know what like, baby's going to be say, here before you know guys I think oh God, I, I really know, do oh think it'll be a summer baby I just don't know why yeah Oh, I'm I so just excited do. for you. And yeah. I have to say, since actually she's pregnant, she matured so much. I know yeah. she was mature. She mm. became a different girl. Like yeah. before, prior to pregnancy, I loved FD. She was like the you know sister, different sister that I never had. But now she's so mature. She's so different-minded. I'm like, what's happened to you? Who are you? I think being pregnant completely changed her life. And also completely Aoife, changed her yeah. life. In Aoife's a good name way. is Aoife Dowling. Effidy's her nickname. Yes. I, I changed so her name. Our Instagram, ago. it's at Effidy. We've always called her Effidy. My sister's called her Fa. And my five, our five other sisters have all been pregnant. And where did the Effidy come from? Is it somebody who tried to pronounce her name? Who no, I Arthur called her Effidy. Because I remember when you came. Yeah. She moved with us in 2015. <laughs> she lived with us in London, London. for a year and a half. So I was like, let's open an Instagram account and I was like there's so many Aoife Dowlings like literally if you Google on Instagram Aoife Dowling Aoife Dowling she's like I trust you again she's no social media person she said do whatever you want and I have this tendency I always change people's name always I don't really call them their names that how it is so I said effort so what do you call Brian can't oh. repeat that here. <laughs> it's over 18. You need, to, you need to beep. You need a big beep machine here. Beep, 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 no, beep, beep. We, we actually give some, uh, so many nicknames, different names all the time. But I said, I love Effidy. Yeah. Effidy Dowling. And that's been sent. Everybody call her Effidy. <laughs> love like, it. Yeah. And there is this, uh, there is, I, I think we've created like kind of curiosity regarding Aoife. And I think people would be very interested for Aoife to sit down and have a conversation with someone. And we have been asked to do that. And Aoife has always politely declined. But I think the right time has to be for her, like when she's ready to talk. Yeah, because yeah. we've talked about, you know, you and I, there's been interest in us potentially doing some sort of documentary-esque thing or, you know, yeah. capturing the last few weeks of pregnancy, delivery, and then what happens afterwards. And, you know, she's said, yes, she's interested in doing that. But I'm always just mindful of her because Aoife doesn't work in our industry. She'll go back to a normal job. She'll recover, do all of that. And I just want to make sure that she's just she's protected safe. in that way and of safe. Of course, yeah. And we are that. Yeah. yeah. Especially with all the hormones racing through her body. <laughs> oh, guys, it's the most gorgeous story. Um, and I'm just so excited for you both. Can't wait. I'm excited for Aoife as well because you know she's doing this beautiful thing and she's yeah. sacrificing so much and she wants to do it and she's doing it with the whole of her heart but she'll also then enter a new phase in her own life and who knows where where things will, will go and what will happen in her life too and like Aoife is single at the moment and she said to us and I've said this and someone said to me oh, how could you say that about her because Aoife told me yeah. I could say this is that she doesn't know if she'll ever have her own children she doesn't know if she will ever get married she's 33 she flat shares with two other girls in Dublin City in Ballsbridge so for her to experience the kind of joy of pregnancy yeah. but then to also be able to gift us something we've wanted for years this could be her only pregnancy yeah yeah who knows who knows exactly none of us know how yeah. life is going to turn out and certainly back in 
uh, January 2020 when we sat down we had no idea where life was going to take us and if we had a crystal ball then oh to see God. what would have happened in our lives we well I'm going to ask you now because two years ago she kind of checked it and got something right so do you see us with a boy or a girl if you were going to go oh, anywhere I'd love to know please. so we come back and chat okay. with you again I don't you know why play. and I could be completely wrong but I feel it's a girl do you why Interesting. I don't know because a, a lot of people have said boys I'm totally wrong Stay then. tuned for podcast well, I can't read your faces like two years. I can't read your faces So I'm probably very wrong Do you wrong. know why You can't read my face Botox <laughs> I turned 44 oh recently God. So I had a top up Which I don't I get a top up I was like Fill me the fuck up They went down To oh the fucking God. Bone in me neck The whole way To my hairline I was like When my child Sees my face oh. They won't think Granddad oh. They'll think dad So that's why But um, it's so strange Because a lot of people have said and look, boys, I'm, I have I have I'm not a clairvoyant so <laughs> you should do private do bookings <laughs> a lot of you people you predicted my career so a lot, of, a lot of people think boy it's very funny it's so strange no it's actually now it's 50-50 before mm. it was boy 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 but now on social media oh it's a girl girl and then, no it's boy analyzing Aoife's bump yes. people oh, have yeah, a lot well, yeah. and then analyzing she's craving a lot of sweet things and people say well I had a girl and I had sweet things and, and then some I had a boy and, I, yeah. all of that is kind of nonsense thank you for making time between birthdays and holidays and celebrations and bump watch I know your lives are pretty busy so thanks for making time thank to be you. here today it's been a gorgeous conversation can I please book you in for yes, uh, 2024 you know, yeah. March. And we, and we can talk about the sleepless nights. <laughs> Actually, maybe January 2023 would be quite a that, good time. That'd be nice. We'll have we'll be four months old. We've gotten over Christmas. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be back on judging if the show comes back. Oh, oh yeah, shows, you never yes. know. We might need to leave it to March then. Yeah, because he's yeah. so busy being so <laughs> famous. Everyone loves Arthur <laughs> everywhere we go. And I'm like, oh, the, oh Arthur. Oh, yeah, Arthur's over there. Much. It's so funny. <laughs> Is that a bit weird for you now? The weirdest thing was, I think I said it, we were on the oh, Late Late Show. So I mean, when you go on the Late Late Show, like, no, let this, me tell this, this story. is a thing. Every, like, he goes, obviously, he's known in Ireland, in UK, etc. And I never had issue. I love him to a bit. I will support him. And I remember we were booked on Late Late Show for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And so, as I always done, I stepped back. Mm -hmm. It's always about Brian Dan and Gurnian. So, and I'm I near, when you go upstairs, when the, I'm ready to go, we called our first. So, so and Brian. I'm... I'm ready. And he naturally, <laughs> literally backstage went front of me. Front. And I went like, um, okay, it's fine. And I remember the stage management. No, no, sorry, Brian. Can you just go in the back? <laughs> we <laughs> laughed so and hard. Like, it was Ryan so goes, please funny. welcome Arthur Gurney and his husband, Brian Dowling. <laughs> yes. I Fantastic. Was, a ch change is a coming. Now, <laughs> the truth. Were you dying inside a little Not bit? Not one oh, little bit. Can I tell you something? So I've been banging on doors for oh. 20 years. <laughs> I feel 100. I wanted to come back here. I wanted to raise our family <laughs> yeah. in Ireland, have a home here so for Arthur to be on the biggest show on television doing his thing makes it easier awesome. for me 100% listen we're so equal we don't I don't no. care oh. if he's more or me I don't no. care we're and I don't think you can right have now. that in a relationship that has to it's function at its best all the time you can't be jealous or feel insecure because no. then it's just oh, not you can tell that you support each other wholeheartedly that you're your biggest support yeah um the last time we spoke, you said you were you want the wish and dream was to come back to Ireland, buy a house, and have your children. Yes. Is it a watch this space? It is, and I tell you why. Because when Love you it. go when you go down the route that we go down, you have to think quickly and what's next. So we would love to have more than one child. 
absolutely. We've always said that. We still have one egg left. It's not an embryo yet, but we have one, we have one left. Which we lost the egg donut. The, the one the first one yeah so actually yes we have lost that lost, egg so donor it's not gonna so be if we go donor. again we'd have to have a different donor which is fine that's, which that's, I don't think is an issue for us you know I don't, think, I don't think that's yeah. an issue because no. that's families yeah, regardless yeah. of yeah, yeah. you know kids will have the same biological father two dads but you know the same biological father but they would have a different donor but that's not an issue no. for us and also I don't know if you're into it but I certainly am I'm a big believer in you know, I'm, I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. And I do believe that we all have a soul. We all have a spirit mm. and that babies choose their parents. Yeah, I agree. They're waiting for the right time to come in and we hope, wish and desire. But, it, you know, there is a there is a plan. And sometimes we don't yeah. understand that plan. Sometimes that plan doesn't go the way you want. And it can you can have ups, downs, ins and outs. But, you know, we really feel like our little baby girl was destined to come in the way mm-hmm. she did and particularly on the date that she came in um, so whether however that comes about whether it's through adoption or through surrogacy you know these little beings are their own little spirit and they will come in the way they're meant to come Correct. in agree. I agree agree so like, we, we said I earlier that. like this baby was meant to be for us yeah. because we could have been pregnant earlier it didn't work so it's two different babies so no so I totally agree with we you we do feel that we do have one more there it's not an embryo yet you know I think yeah. I think the fact it's not an embryo and baby two isn't in a freezer makes it easier if we didn't do it yeah yeah you know because it's just still just I, I'm an, putting out there I want to do it I really I mean my dream's always been I've been very vocal about three boys mm. I always wanted three boys okay so you might have given the game away there with a smile on your face <laughs> Perhaps. I didn't give away anything. Can I can I take out the fact that I have a strong feeling that's a girl? <laughs> no, 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 that stays in. That stays in. That stays in. That stays in 100%. Like, I'm like, he wants three. I, I Age has always been a thing for me. And I'm I definitely think, having a boy. But, but, but we, we said earlier, both of us in our 40s, oh. I feel this is the time I want to be a parent is right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yes. And if we go again and it works, 100%. When. But I think we need to get yes. baby one here, safe way. and sound. Mm. I need to make sure I can still function <laughs> on no sleep. You know, still. This morning you were saying, oh my God, I'll be fine. Nothing will be changing. Such no, idea. it'll wear off. Because but, I, but all babies are different. You might get one of those magical bottles. But I think it will. Exactly, exactly. But also I said to Arthur that we still want to live all parts of our lives to the fullest. Friends oh, to yeah. the fullest, brother to the fullest, husband to the fullest. And I think the baby we get will be so sassy, up and running. Let's go, let's go to Ibiza, let's go to a beach, beach, let's go shopping, let's take... <laughs> oh, that poor baby. I, mean, I just said, Again, let's I'm take sorry, daddy but... to the salon. Let's take dad Ooh. to the salon. Okay. Let's get dad a spray tan. Why no, I've not spoken to that daddy in saying... ages. <laughs> Brian and I were so hyped, we were so loud. Imagine this baby comes out. Calm, My sisters like are like, real, one relaxed. of the babies a bookworm and Could really highly educated. <laughs> no. I'm like, we can't watch Love Island, really? We can't watch The Real Housewives? What is wrong with you? Oh I've been so embarrassed. Oh God. Like a real eye roller. Oh God, here he is. Of us. Looking oh. at us, yeah. Come here, go and pack that hospital bag. Oh Don't pack God. too much. Yeah. and excitement all the way love luck everything Thank good you. being sent your way Thank thanks you. again guys you're an absolute tonic and I'm so excited for you Thank you Thank you Sheila 
Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. And if you did, please do share it with your pals, your family or on social media. And you can support what I do in all the usual ways by clicking follow, giving a rating or leaving a little comment. Thank you so much. Also, keep an eye out for their upcoming documentary on their journey to parenthood. And I look forward to a follow up chat with them again in the future. You've been listening to Ready To Be Real. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.